0: All right. Welcome to another edition of the Dog and It Show. I'm here with Mike and Mike. What's up, Mike's?
1: Ready for action. Kicking Let's off go, our first this is our first meeting of twenty twenty three. It sure I know, is. Mike, we it... missed you, buddy. How are you? <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. I
0: haven't seen you in a while. It's you been shaved. A while. Like Melina Melina shaved. You shaved. I haven't shaved. I need to shave. I don't know. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: but you got that you I got shaved that, like, last m- week.
0: Yeah, I did. You that, I shave uh, once a week, pretty much. I'll shave tonight because I'm going to my uh, corporate sales meeting this week, and by Friday I might have to shave again. You know, but you know, what are you guys gonna do? You but, got that uh, like weird redhead thing where like
2: it looks like skin, like skin tone, facial hair. Like you can't even tell you have facial hair right now. Well, uh, yeah. it just it just blends in with your skin color. You know,
0: what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? <laughs> but hey, look, I had this idea the other night. We were sitting here in Messenger. Three of us talking, and I said, Look, we need to do a show. We need to come out with our bold predictions of 2023 show. And we started like shooting a couple ideas back and forth. And then I was just like, You know what? Um, so no, they're not no bold enough. Stone. Let's no get bolder. Stone. Let's get bolder. Okay, we'll talk Turning Stone. Let's talk Turning Stone first. So, Turning Stone, I watched the final, watched some of the other matches. Jason Shaw takes down his ninth Turning Stone which is incredibly impressive, but they do have a couple of them a year. So it's not like his ninth Texas open or his ninth. Man, you're just throwing shade
2: on Eagle Eye, already. No, I'm not man. throwing shade Come on I mean, why, you gotta, just,
0: why can't it just be little, positive?
1: It's a little shade. It's a little shade. <laughs> a little but, shade. But, but, you know, yeah. let's, I, I
0: just want people to realize he's got two yeah. shots a year to win that thing. Okay. And it seems right. like he wins it every time. I, I don't know, but well, incredible performance. Yeah. He shot amazing in the final with Sky Woodward. He jumps out to a huge lead 12 to six. It looked like he, nothing could go wrong for him. And then sky gets back to the table, makes an incredible comeback to make it 12, 12 and then misses the six ball. Uh, I know this house, the roof came off. We all, Oh my gosh, he missed it. Uh, the commentators are like, Oh no. Uh, and then Jason cleans up the last three balls, last four balls, <clears throat> to win his ninth Turning Stone. What did you guys think of that event?
1: It's a great win by Jason. It was great showing by Sky. Um, I was crushed for him when that cue ball rolled off on the uh, the spot in that last yeah. rack because he had an open table. I mean, that was just that was a brutal roll. Uh, but Jason, you know, he, he does play great in that tournament. He beat Fetter twice you know to get to the final did lose to sky uh but turning stone's turning stone and you know one of the things we've discussed online was you know someone referred to it as a uh, as a major and uh In- <laughs> incorrectly incorrectly uh, no I, I retract
2: that, uh, i retract that statement yes it's yeah, not turning, a major there's
1: no, no way turning stone's no. a major it's yeah. uh it's a th- it's a three horse race usually and which is why Shane's won – Six or seven, and in J- in Jason's one nine. I mean, you know, usually they're, you know, it's it's really top heavy for one or two players who are there. Um, this year, there were really only three possibilities for winners to me, and that was Federer, Jason, or or Sky, and they finished, you know, one two three or one two four. So, um, you know, it's a good tournament, it's a nice way to start off the year to get a good field. Mike Sutherland does a great job. Uh, and Jason, you know, he's close, lives close enough.
2: That's he's just really comfortable there and it shows. I mean, he makes that table look like a like a valley how effortless he can run out and you know a nine ball rack on there. Um yeah, what are you gonna do? You know, Jason Jason, you know, going on his way to double digits here pretty soon. Um he just picks up ten grand every chance that he, you know, stops by, it seems like. Um, but that sky match was just beyond epic. Uh, it really just shows that he's in that same class, and I think a lot of people forget that. You know, Joey picked him um, on one of our last shows to, you know, start causing some waves. And you're right, you know, Turning Stone is not a major, but it was still, you know, pretty decent relative to you yeah. know, years past. You know, a lot of Europeans and uh, foreigners are already here. A- Asian players like Naoki Oi, uh, Mora Mora did pretty well um, also in that event. The it's starting to get people are starting to get in town for the Derby. So um, they're starting to get a little comfortable.
0: You know, one of the things that keeps it from being a major is so many regional players, good players, you know, but players that probably don't have a shot to win the event. And one way that you were able to see that and notice it was the first few rounds of the event. There weren't a whole lot of marquee matchups. You know, you might've had one or two here or there, but for the first day or two of that event, you know, it was a bunch of good players playing each other. But no, like real tough matchups. In fact, it almost looked like it was seeded. You know, with the fact that you really didn't even get one of those flukes where, you know, Fedor and Sky played first round or something. Right. Uh, it it was a lot of matches that, you know, you could have went either way. Amateur players, six fifty to seven hundred Fargos playing each other. Uh, but I tell you what, there were a few stories in this tournament that I thought. Uh, you know, Jason and Sky going hill hill in the final. That's going to be the story. But there were a few other stories that I thought were incredible, like Kevin West's run. Uh, Kevin Kevin West was Final Four the winner side, right? Right? Am I right about that? Final Four the yeah. winner side. Yeah. And he loses to uh, Jeremy. I think I won't say his last name, Mike. Oh no no, no 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 oh
2: no 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 you you can't you you cannot rob us of of <laughs> saying the full name. Those oh, are Jeremy like your- Sase. Jeremy Sosi. No, mean, every <laughs>
0: time they were on the stream when and they talked about it, it's Jeremy,
2: like I, I see the salt guy sprinkling <laughs> on there. You know? okay, every time
0: on the stream, every time they kept saying Jeremy Sosi, I was like, they're saying it wrong. It's Sase and if That's it's I'll not, say. it should be. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of but, Jeremy,
1: you know, I think you see him make a deep run like that, and and it, you know, it kind of frustrates American pool fans a lot of times in the last couple of years, thinking, you know, what would happen if he played all these events would he yeah. be that, would he be a Moscone cup guy? Um, you know, he had that, a uh, nice run and was it the world nine ball a couple of years ago, whatever it was, he had a nice uh, run, one of those yeah. big international events. You uh, just, just kept thinking about, you know, geez, what, you know, what, if what if he was playing in all these events? So, you know, what's your take on that?
2: I'm with you. I think it makes sense for him staying in that area, you know, being, being a guy from the East coast, you know, and, uh, financially it just works where a lot of other guys that we talked to tyler who said you know without a doubt that the payouts it just didn't make sense from a bottom line standpoint and i get that and i respect that um despite Zuglin saying there's nothing wrong with this tournament you know uh so um yeah i uh who knows you know i i'd be curious he said it's good he would...
0: enough he said it's, his tournament's good enough
1: <laughs> it's plenty good enough
0: people are trying to make his tournament great no, they're not. My tournament's good enough. is what he said. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, hey, changing, I, I want to make a point about Jeremy. Tournament. Two Moscone Cups ago, we asked Jeremy Jones, like, who are some of those other players that you might have an eye out for, you might be looking for, and Jeremy was the first name that he said. Yeah. And it didn't really come to fruition that following year. Jeremy didn't get out and play in a lot of events, but he's got all the talent. To make a push for this thing and kind of get in contention, especially with this points thing, and maybe after a great finish at Turning Stone, you know, starting off the year with those points, he'll kind of think about it and say, "Hey, maybe I should get to some of these events." And maybe some of the people who are in his corner uh, will help him get to some of these events. It's expensive, you know. And and like to
1: know what his what his apprehension has been in the past. Has it all been about expense? Does he have other obligations? Northeast, where he just doesn't want to travel a lot um, because you know. He certainly could be in the picture if he was, if he was there all the time. Um, And he's got, you know, he's got a great temp. I love his temperament at the table. Um, You know, he's he's, You know, he's, he's got a shot. So, um, you know, it'd be interesting to, you know, I haven't talked to him in a while, so it'd be interesting to see what he says. I don't know if he's planning on being a derby. Um, I don't recall seeing him there much in the last few years.
0: I'm trying to remember. We got to get him on the show. I think he'll come on and get him on
2: the show. I mean, maybe you can. Yeah, you might be able to book two guests in one year, you know. But if I get him on the show, we should try try that. If
0: if I get him on the show, I'm gonna have to start saying his name right.
2: Oh, (laughs) please! I will will gladly give the stage to you to introduce him. (laughs) No, but I agree. Listen, I, I think, I don't. I think that uh, he's certainly one to get guys on their heels and make them uncomfortable. I think he's someone that a lot of the American other American players respect his game and his abilities. Um, and he's a bit of a wild card, no pun intended, um, going up against these Europeans. And he, he seems to play with this um, deliberate style, but also um, he doesn't back down from anyone. Um, you know, I, and I remember that Matt, that um, tournament in particular when that Mike's talking about, because that was like the first time seeing him play, like on a matchroom stage on a TV table Bright lights, you know that was like center stage uh, against Robbie Capito, which we all know uh, Robbie's class, play. and yeah. and Jeremy just had his way with them from beginning to end. Didn't look uncomfortable at all. Always stayed in line. He's not the most exciting player on earth, but he gets the wins, and it shows again this you know this week. So yeah. um, kudos to him.
0: You know he's you know. solid. He's solid. He's a grinder. Uh, back when I was
2: no, I, I was just gonna say before I don't mean rookie joy, but in when there's a lot of other Americans who were in that event who are going specific, like, you know, they're going for a Moscone cup spot. Jeremy just shows up, does his thing. And Oh, by the way, he's in the final four on the winter side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Know?
0: Well, you so, know, it's, it's <clears throat> funny because, you know, back in the day when he was kind of, you know, starting to make his presence known on the East coast, I was uh, talking to Mike Davis and I said, Hey Mike, what is it about this guy that makes him so good? You know, why is he performing so well in a lot of these events? And he said, Well, he's got a great break. We'll wait for you to get done shaking your drink. Right <laughs> <laughs> just like oh, I'm not allowed to open a drink now. I can't be on my phone. We're going to have to get him some noise <laughs> like list the rules. Yeah. yeah we'll get you some noise it's, it's, makers for the next show. Just, just pull you know, out so the, you can further interrupt and disrupt. Do I got to raise my hand now. Is that what
1: yeah. Is that what's you nice? be silent. Pull out the blender Thank and make you. a smoothie. But I
0: I, asked Mike, I said, hey, you know, what's up with this kid? Why is he playing so good? Like, what does he do that other people don't do? And he said, man, I can tell you this. He breaks good and he tries really hard. He tries really hard. Like, he doesn't give up. He hangs in there. He grinds it out. And you know what? I think, Pinozo, you mentioned something about his temperament. I think he would hold up really well under the heat and pressure that the Moscone Cup brings. You know, I I think he. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'd love to see him get out there and play more. So anyway, guys, thanks for the comments. We're seeing them all come in. Buddy Chris Adams, he wants to thank you, Pinozo, for uh, getting that talk together with Mark Griffin. Um, yeah, it's,
1: uh, yeah sure.
0: we got uh, Kevin Kearns in here, Ralph Cleary, Jason Foster. Thanks for joining, guys. I saw Jason Weir in here. We really appreciate the love. If you will do us a favor and hit that share button and get this out there to more people, we'd really appreciate that. Uh, any other surprises from the event, guys? Anything? We talked about the racking, and and Melina, we put a reel out where I asked you about racking for your opponent, and you said never, ever, son, should you ever rack for your opponent. Yeah. Meanwhile, in the finals, you had Sky and Jason racking for each other, and they're some of the best racks I've ever seen. They're breaking balls in. You know, Sky breaks three balls in on the case game. You know, there's no slugging going on, so well, did it play out the way you thought it would?
2: Talking to me? Am I, am I, yeah. is it, is, is it my turn? Am allowed? Let me go kidding. find something I can make <laughs> noise with. Raise your hand. Raise your yeah. hand. And then That's Joey young. and I will both look at our phones while you talk. I love right? Yeah. No, I, uh, listen, Sky, Sky, <laughs> Sky, Sky and Jason know each other. Well, yeah, yeah. there's, there's mutual respect there. Um, They both, they both know how to give it, but they also know when it's time to cut out the bullshit and play pool. Um, Yeah. I don't, I wouldn't expect anything less than what we saw there. You know, there's no gamesmanship or anything like that. You know, I think – I don't think Sky was surprised seeing Jason get the 12 six up. I don't think Jason was surprised seeing Sky come back in that format to Hill Hill um, because I think they both know what each other can bring, what kind of heart that both players have. Um, I still don't think that pros should ever be racking for one another, uh, yeah. but it made for a great final. You know, despite that, because I but I just don't want to I don't want to see guys examine the rack and I don't want to see um, I don't want to sure have their that. I don't I don't want to it does and I don't want to have the potential to have any kind of BS because I've seen it at the Turning Stone time and time and time again. So, um, yeah, what are you gonna do? I'll say you, Mike.
1: Oh, great. You know, it just, you know, it shouldn't be, I mean, you're right. They, the finals was very respectful, you know, not going to slug each other up. They're going to, you know, play it the right way. Uh, but that's one of a really lot of matches when you have 128 player field and it's not always going to go well. So, um, so it's, you know, yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I don't like seeing opponents wreck.
0: Look, I, I, I said this, I said this in another video we did, Mike, I think we're going to put it up tomorrow morning. But uh, Chris Esker hits the nail on the head. Jason gained a lot of respect. I'm watching the finals with my wife, and as Sky starts coming back, I called her in the room to watch it, and she's watching it with me. And I said, look at the racks that Jason's given Sky. I mean, even when it got to Hill Hill, you know, Jason rolls the balls up, and he's he's messing with the rack, and Sky comes up and looks for about five seconds, gives him the thumbs up, Jason puts the rack away. And then Sky kind of inspects it a little more and then bam, three balls on the break. And my wife looks at me and she's like, wow, you know, I guess he is a really good guy. You know, he's not even going to try to (laughs) mess with the rack when it's hill, hill. Like she understands that much about pool. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm thinking I'm a competitor. I want to win. I don't want to cheat. But I might roll that ball up a little high or a little low or just a little yeah, different than I had been doing when Skye's making that ball every time and getting shape on the one. I might just change the angle a little bit.
1: Yeah, but how obvious done. would that have been in the case game if all of a sudden hey, – talking about dropping your drawers. The on. case game, all of a sudden, he slugs him. I think it would have been – that would have been a disaster.
2: Yeah, One thing about Sky being a regular fixture The Texas Open is it's similar rules You know you're racking with a triangle And you're not allowed to mess with the one ball So reading the rack is of utmost uh, importance You know another guy who who reads the nine ball rack really well Is Josh Roberts I would have loved to have seen him out there Especially given him making a run at the end of last year To kind of see where he would be at starting off the year Um, But this is right up you know Sky's wheelhouse And and, uh, you know Kudos to Jason for beating Feder twice. Kudos to Sky for beating Jason in that hot seat. You know, it's easy to it's easy for it to be chalked towards the end, but it didn't disappoint because a lot there was a lot of really solid matches between solid players um especially I, as it as it thickened up some.
0: I want to point out this comment Gary Gullet made about the Fedor Mora match. I don't know if you guys caught that. Uh, but I, I was watching that match, but right after the controversy and I guess Fedor had forgot to mark a game, mark a game. Yeah. And then at some point he realized it and asked John like, Hey, I forgot to mark a game. And John didn't allow him to mark the game. And then I remember one of the things I was thinking is that, and I, I saw this posted online, uh, the commentators were talking about, well, we can't get involved. And I started thinking about it and I'm like, okay, I could see if this is a money match and two guys are gambling and there's money on the line, you can't get involved. But this is recorded history. And should it matter that the guy forgot to mark his score? If it's on a stream table and everybody, every single person watching knows the score is seven to five, but you have it six to five on the coins or on the, the mark, you know, on the score table. So what do you guys think about that? I mean, if the score is truly seven to five, but one player forgot to mark up that score, but you can verify that in the video, you think they should get that game?
1: I think it's a matter of rules. You know, if 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 if, if there's something the rule that says if you don't mark your game, you don't get it. If there's something that was written that said that, it's kind of like, you know, shooting at the wrong ball. You know, no one's allowed to tell the guy he's shooting at the wrong ball that the the you know the the big controversy that happened in the Shane match at the U.S. Open, things like that. It's like what's etiquette and what's rules, and are you going to follow rules or not? So I don't think this was probably written in any rules at Suglands tournament. Uh, if it wasn't, then, then yeah, then, it, then I think it should be allowed. But if there's set rules that you have to follow and you snooze the rule, you lose.
2: Melina? I, I don't blame John for not letting them chalk it up. But I also would ex. I also would expect that if the shoe were on the other foot, Feder would have let him, because that that's just the kind of person that Feder is. I feel like. But it's also it's also his responsibility to keep 100%. up with it, you know. And I and I don't think he would tell you anything different, just knowing the ownership that that kid has. But for as much as they wanted to stay out of it, from the commentator standpoint, there was a there was a commentator, at least one that I heard in there, that was you know pretty much saying. Hey, we can't get involved, but if you know the guys personally, you ought to send them a message and give them a heads up. So, what difference does it make if you're exactly. not getting if you're not getting involved over here? If you're pretty much saying, I mean, if you need Fetter's phone number, I can give it to you, or you can hit him up on Messenger. I mean, uh, I can't do it, but if here you guys, he goes did, telling
1: everybody he's got Fetter's personal number.
2: He literally said it like yeah. like a handful of times. No, that's pretty much what the guy said on the stream, right? Like we're staying out of this one here, folks, because this is not our job. But if you know the guy, you know, you might want to hit him up if you're friends with him. And I'm like, really? Like that's that's the kind of advice that you're going to give when you got like a few thousand people watching in that spot? You know, I don't, I don't know. But, but you know, know, I
0: like this. I like this comment here by my buddy Jerry Stuckert. Not just because he's my buddy, but because I think it makes sense. It's not a pull mistake. Like you shot the wrong ball. It was clerical. And it should be counted because you had a stream going. You had people who could go back to the video and pull it up. I think one of the things that was said during the stream was the fact that the timing of when it was presented to John mattered. Yeah. Right. If it's if it's one to zero Feder and the score shows zero to zero, and halfway through that rack he's like, Hey, wait a minute, John, I forgot to mark my game. Well, everybody knows the player can see it just happened. Yes, That's he fair. won that last game. But it was a while down the road. Down, yeah, yeah. it's four Multiple games down games the road.
1: Really yeah, yeah, Then you gotta yeah. go
0: back and try to remember stuff. And you know, I've met pool players that have this amazing memory of different shots they've shot and oh, that game you missed the six, and I don't even remember missing the six. I'm like, what are you talking about? But I don't function that way, and other players don't function that way, and maybe they can't remember back all that way, especially under pressure. So I, no. I but I I will stand by my statement. Whether you mark it or not, if it's on a stream and they have the correct score or know the correct score, they should be allowed to settle that. Because we don't want to see somebody win on a technicality. We want to see the person who got the nine first win the match.
2: Yeah. You know, I think there's ownership and responsibility. And plus, like, if if you go into them, like, right afterwards or whatever, you might mess with someone's rhythm. I mean, there's just a lot of things that it could be a slippery slope. But I'm sure, he, you know, they would have been, crucified, had it gone the other way. At the end of the day, Fetter dropped the ball. Um, you know, one game maybe I can kind of see it, but it was like a while down the road whenever they finally decided to bring it up. Um, it, either way, I mean, Fetter got the better of him. He was on paper, you know, the, the favorite going into that match. Um, but John was playing pretty damn sporty himself, you know, yeah, a, lot, a, a lot of that event. So um, it really could have came, you know, in, into play more. Um, but, man, what are you going to do?
0: Look, you know, Mike, when we're watching a big match, race to 100, race to 125, and there's a streamer there, there's been times where there's discrepancy about the score, and the streamer will go back and correct the score. But the players
2: are initiating it, though. That's the thing, because the players are going Like – I've seen it on big money matches where guys want to see a replay about – you know if should there be a coin was it a foul was it this? but the players are initiating that conversation it's not the streamer going and initiating that discussion if that makes sense so uh yeah but at the end of the day i mean he he shit the bed you know he should have been on top and plus i think there was more than one way to keep track because digital pool was there which means they keep track on a tablet plus it looked like they were moving beads up top so yeah, they were. If, if i'm not mistaken there ought to have been two different ways that you're keeping, you know, track of it. And he didn't do either one of them. Great so, point
0: here by Michael Gaines that it just took great mental strength to not let that shark you or bother you at that point, because, you know, inside he had to be thinking like, Oh, you know why? I, like, he's not going to let me take this. Especially game as I, it tightened up. Cause yeah. I mean, you know, it, was, yeah. Yeah,
2: it got close. Yeah. yeah, Unreal. But that's Fetter, You know, Fed, yeah. Federer just machine.
0: Yeah. So did you guys happen to catch the uh, players meeting? I know that's normally not the highlight of the tournament. <laughs> it
1: was the highlight of the whole event. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it
1: Go ahead We're and explain. Talking, cool. talking about the, you know, the prize money how he's paying everybody, you know, at certain position four ninety nine instead of five hundred because then they don't have to give out Tax. T- you know, W nine, you know, ten ninety nine, whatever it was. So uh, you know, yeah, Mike Zuglin's uh and he had the whole thing about um, you know, arguing about racking and not going to put up with it. I mean, he's just—it's—it's like a—it's like a, like a, a cat skills stand-up routine when he does his players' meetings. I think they should all be live.
0: Yeah, he was on a roll there. He was on a rant. Uh, but what I found interesting was the conversation. One of our Patreon supporters pointed it out to me, and I went back and watched it. Uh, Matt Polan uh, was the talk about match room and the ranking events uh the fact that you know essentially nobody really asked him if it was a ranking event you know if it should be a ranking event or whatever they just decided to make it a ranking event and so he wasn't really too eager to change his rules and then he went on a whole spiel about you know Talking to players who play on the Moscone Cup or trying to play on the Moscone Cup about if you want to be on a TV show and spend all this money to try to qualify to be on a TV show, well, fine. You know, I just found that kind of weird. <laughs>
2: it, it, it wasn't just that it was fine. He says, I don't get it, but if you're that desperate to be on a TV show, like <laughs> each their Own, he, he pretty much insulted a big portion of those big names that are there. I mean, call a spade a spade. That's yeah. exactly what he did during that players' meeting. It was like, it was like watching Earl. It was but do you think anybody rank. there
1: was surprised?
2: No, we because I think the they all I think they, all, I think they all know is BS. But yeah. like, if you're, if you're mad, like if these are so coveted and sacred, these you know ranking events, then you got a guy pretty much just for dogging it. You know, dogging the Moscone Cup and and people behind it. Would you want it to be that, Mike? I don't think I would. Look, no, there's, then Matchroom
1: could say you're not going to be a points event anymore, and Mike Zuglin's going to shrug his shoulder m- and say, "Yeah, I Mike not give a shit. Didn't even yeah. know it at
2: the first time.
1: So, yeah.
0: look, so it's kind of we have like- critics, we have critics of Matchroom out there. We have critics of Predator and CSI out there. We have critics critics of independent events like Turning Stone. Not, not you, do Joe. we have? Do we have a critic of the Moscone Cup? Is there one person in this country that talks bad about the Moscone Cup other than yeah. Mike Zuglin? No.
2: Yeah, for cool. sure. No, I know, but listen, I know a couple I mean, of friends of a particular
0: event, it's the best thing we have all year long on the calendar, the most exciting event anybody can admit it. How do you talk bad about it?
2: Oh, I've heard it,
1: trust me. And, no, and I, I don't know, listen, that. I, I get I... some of the argument that some people make about I can't believe all the effort these guys put in to get into this. And, and we had this argument last year, Mike, about about what was more important to francisco sanchez ruiz winning the u.s open or making moscone cup and you were saying making moscone cup and i'm thinking wait a second It's you know that's like saying my greatest golf achievement wasn't winning the masters it was making the Ryder cup no yeah you, you you have a trophy with your name on it you won one of the biggest hardest events in the world i mean the most the moscone cup is the most watched and the most anticipated and the most exciting event in pool but it you know for people to spend if their only reason to go to 15 events during the course of the year is to try to get points for Moscone Cup, then I do think they're kind of missing the point to being a pro pool player.
2: Uh, I agree. Okay, yes. But what I asked you then, Mike, is what did you – if you're an um, aspiring pool player, professional pool player, and you think you got that kind of upside, what are you dreaming of since you were a kid? Is it dreaming of winning the U.S. Open or dreaming of being on the Moscone Cup? Dreaming of being on the Moscone Cup. For sure. But what's but, but, the most important
1: – what's going to be the most important title of your career, being on the losing one. Moscone Cup team or yeah. having a U.S. Open Championship trophy? Well, yeah, I, know, I know the Cup, answer to that.
0: The, the Moscone Cup can springboard you. You know, we've talked about this before. The, the year Tyler was selected, and it was a, such a shock to everyone. You know, after that, all of a sudden his game just rose, right? Um, that's an event. It's a signature event. And yeah, it might not be the best singles title or or the best title they ever win, but it is a crowning achievement. Like you can never take that away from Chris Reinhold ever. You know, he's been on two Moscone cups now, right? I think two Moscone cups, you know, that's, that's a huge accomplishment. It is. But here's the thing, like,
1: it's the greatest event in pool for sure, but you can go through the roles of people who've been on the Moscone cup for both teams over the years that, it made no difference in your career. And it may, it may be something that they hold on to as being a really valuable time yeah. in your life if you're Vincent Faquet. But, you know, for the most part, these guys who, who the have the ability to win Vincent major Fouquet? tournaments, he was a guy from France who was on a couple of Moscone Cup teams in the 90s. See, that's what I'm oh, saying. My, so, yeah, but hold pretty. on, Pinozo. No, that's no, like, well, the point that I'm making. If you're, no, know, if you're a yeah. top, top guy who's who wants to be one of the best in the world, it's about winning tournaments. Okay,
2: hold on. Right,
0: time right, out, hold time, on, time hold out. No, 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 no. Pinozo, but you and I were talking out at the Moscone Cup this year. And I said, what did this event look like a decade ago? And you were like, I don't know, what, 600 people or yeah. whatever. And it was 2,500 people out there this year. The thing is growing. It no is bigger it. now. So 10, 15 years ago, if you made a Moscone Cup, yeah, it wasn't as big a deal. But now it's huge.
1: No, huge. at that time, it's all relative. At that time, it was as big a deal in pool as it is now. From the standpoint, if you're a player and you want to get on TV and you want to be in an international event and you want to hear crowds screaming, because there were only 600 people at Moscone Cup back in those days. But back in those days, you went to tournament in any place else in America or international, and there were 25 people. So it's it's really it's all relative, um, you know, to, to to the point in time.
2: Uh, but.
0: I think oh, you're bringing in – look, my buddy Alex Canapilli brings up a good point. You're bringing in sponsorships. You're bringing in you know, opportunities for these players when they get selected. It's bigger than just that event. Sorry, Melina. You've been trying to get a word in edgewise. I'm we interviewed to go Curtis Brinker the other <laughs> night. I wouldn't let you ask a question. Go ahead. You can talk.
2: Okay, listen to I, me. By the way, I got all these
0: messages from people on YouTube and everywhere saying I wasn't letting you talk against you know with the Curtis interview. And I'm like, this <laughs> guy was a like a bump on a log. I what am I supposed to do? Oh yeah, Is yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It was me. It was me. Anyway, listen, I am not gonna go off on you, Joey, because I'm about to go off on this topic right here. Okay. <laughs> so here's the deal. Uh the Moscone Cup, you don't they, they talked about adding money for, for players in the years to come. So you don't you do you don't know what that's gonna be you know, down the road. Or it may even change this year. You don't know. Right. But here's the deal. The guy's throwing shade publicly saying that, oh, you're spending 15,000 or you're making 15,000. You may go and spend that to make it there. How many players who traveled there actually made money at Turning Stone is what I want to know. How many players who traveled there made money at the Turning Stone? Probably four. Maybe, four, four. Right? Maybe, maybe Right. Maybe but four. That's right. But that's how you're going to throw shade on them. I mean, really, like that's your argument, but oh, really only four people are going to make you money out there? It, it's, it, it, it is not a good look, man. And you got no. – if you don't even realize that, but that's your argument, you got zero awareness. Zero awareness. This is the problem with a lot of these old promoters in the game. They're just stubborn. And they, they think that their way is the end-all, be-all. You know why? Because he had 60 players waiting on a waiting list to go and sign up. Guys waiting Let's at 5 a.m. To, to go and knock on the door.
0: Let's talk that, about that's that. That's
2: the argument, though, right?
0: This I mean, is a ranking on, event. Hold on. This is a ranking event. And and <clears> I'd love <throat> to ask Emily this question. It's a ranking event, but when he leaves the venue after the event, he's already got 70 people signed up for the next one. This is his words. And then he's already, three days later, got the event full and then ends up with a waiting list of 60 people. So you got all of these people that want to get in the event. Someone like, I don't know. Chris Reinhold, Nick DeLeon, whoever it is, that's trying to get points for the event, but yet you have eighty-five to hundred regional players who just love going there because it's a great event. It's fun to play, and I've played in it. But you're, you know, when when are we going to say, "Hey, wait, what about the players who are truly in contention?" And are they going to have a, an opportunity? I mean, you're argument-
2: regional event, but it's not a major, right, Mike? Yeah. We, we had this discussion. Yeah, off we've here. had discussion,
1: and basically, your argument, yeah. Joey, is. To, it shouldn't be a points event because it doesn't yes. open itself or cater to the top players. And the truth is, Mike Sugglin doesn't really care about the top players. He cares about a full fine. field, and that's fine too. That's you know he's going to make his money yeah. his own way, and and that's good for him. Uh, so yeah, I think that the smart move is for you know Emily and and Mantrum to just say, well, not a points event and. No one will be the worst off for it. Jason will still go because it's spitting distance from his house and, and he can who, win 10,000 yeah. over three days. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so it's, it's just kind of, you know, don't you, you right. think was, though
0: for the, for the, for the sport, don't you think that he could have 80 very strong professional players there for this no. event? No, why not? Because of the money uh, and
1: and
2: where it's at. Yeah. The money and where it's at. It don't matter as long as you're getting that 165 a night at the room. Man, you. What do you all mean? Right? It, it,
0: Syracuse it, it, in January isn't beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> okay. hey, are we going to do our
2: bold predictions? Yeah, let's year? do them. On. Well, my gonna bold, like bold prediction
1: minutes. was going to be we're not going to get to these bold predictions
2: tonight. <laughs> <laughs> right, this, this took a turn, man. I said, let's talk about turning stones. I didn't think
0: it'd be like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, well, that, right. was your, that was your fault. We told you not to talk my about bad. turning stones. Can I go first all on my right.
0: bold prediction? All right,
2: let's roll. Come are you doing all three or are we doing one each?
0: One each. One each. Okay. So here's my bold prediction.
2: Huh? Is it just a broad? Yeah, whatever. We're going
0: to predict something, and it's going to be wild and crazy, and you're going to love it. And I can't wait. I want to hear the people in the comments go off. I want to hear what you think about (laughs) these bold predictions. This bold prediction, number one, is going to happen, and that is coming out of 2023, Skylar Woodward will be the top American pool player. Buzz. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> no whammies. What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> did, did, were you not watching Moscone yeah, Cup turning? So you're not watching? What standard
2: watched. are we using here, Joey? Because it's not going to make it on on points. Not no far away. That's, right? no, that's no, 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 no not, not, You got to you got to base it on on the matron points. So what's the standard then? Because he won't he will not surpass Shane on the points unless he wins a world championship in politics. Why won't else. he?
0: What do you mean? He's got a zero. To He's no, got a not. great chance.
2: It rolls over, Mike. No, they're no, still at the no, same
1: no. you know, for this year for 2023, it starts now. It started with the international.
2: Right. No, but I'm pretty sure that that Which is really, weird that
1: Emily said that the Turning Stone was the first points event.
2: No, I thought maybe. that they I'm I'm pretty sure that after that afterwards cuz I thought the same thing that they said the first year was a rolling two years. So, it's continuing on. It's rolling. I'm pretty All sure. I'm huh? saying,
0: I don't care. I don't care what you guys are even saying. All I'm saying is Sky Woodward with a table at his house, practicing and dedicating himself that's to the game. That's argument because he's got is a, a, a real on
2: at home. That's the reason playing. why the guy's gonna be the going to be
0: player. He is going to be number one american player by the end of this year and i can't say by fargo rate he's not going to catch shane on fargo rate it's just impossible okay so now what what's the what's the standard then joey so well, here's what uses the how one. about how about the melina mike standard of the eye test baby just do this
1: do do a moscone cup points starting with january 1 Yeah, just just you know what the rankings are going to be. He will definitely get more points. So and it's all based on prize money, anyway. So take all the events from twenty twenty three at the end of twenty twenty three. Who would have ranked higher? And I'm saying Shane.
2: You still think I don't? I don't think Shane will be playing many events this guy.
0: I disagree, and I, I also disagree with kind of using that as a criteria. I think going into Moscone Cup at the end of the year, we can look at like Europe and we can say okay. Josh is playing better than Jason, or Jason's playing better than jo- Like we can see who's playing better, right? And at the end of this year, going into Moscone Cup next year, Sky Woodward will be the top American. No, well, not, uh, no, no, nothing against Mike. Shane. Nothing against Shane. They're just no, a no, different no, I mean, don't start, Don't start playing both sides of it now, Josh. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, Man, yeah, let me I know. Yes. You're gonna grab your phone and call Shane, because just like you call Fedor, well, you gotta Shane's, let everybody know you got their phone number. We texting, get it.
2: He's we know it. me. <laughs> yeah, hey, watch the show, buddy. Good luck to you. Here's,
1: here's my argument against that. And you Use whatever criterion you want. I would use points because if you're talking about the ranking system that's going to make, you know, who's top American, that's what I would go by. But anyways, um, you know, your argument about Sky having a table at home, being more interested, that's true. Is he going to be able to hold, up that, hold that up for 12 months? That's the Sky that I haven't seen in a number of years. We saw him play – killer at Moscone Cup a couple years ago. We saw him win Derby a couple, but did that last 12 months? No, by the end of 12 months, Shane was still number one in the US. Um, I think Shane will play enough events this year to, to hold on to that. Shane has done historically better in the big international tournaments than Sky has when he goes to those events. You know, when's the last time you saw Sky in the final eight of one of the big international mantrum events or yeah, international like a, a, a world world
2: championships? Mike, a couple years ago, whenever Shane, it was like the, the one in the UK, like yeah, yeah, years she,
1: ago. Yeah, there were a couple of, yeah, yeah, yeah the- that one. But other than that, I mean, really, Shane has gone deeper in virtually all of them of than Sky. So I don't see that changing a whole lot because Shane won the world championship and Sky's got a Racing at home. I mean, that's, I see it. Like, I see it tightening up.
2: That's Joey's whole argument. There. I mean, he's got a table at home. So <laughs> lock, lock, lock it up, boys. he has got a with. table at
1: home that he's going to have a three-year-old son done. crawling
2: all over for
1: five <laughs> nights. A, five nights a week.
0: Hey, I'm um, going to pull a Molina. I'm going to pull a Molina. And after turning stone, I sent Sky a message and said, "Hey, man, great job, great comeback." And he messages me, and he's like, "We're going to win this bet with Molina." <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's the inspiration right there, just to bust me. That's what it is. Now, I, listen, I'll give you credit, Joey, because it is a bold prediction. And, you know, but it's we all know Sky's ability. You know, he's the only one that could really get there when it comes to Shane. Um, he's he definitely got the most upside because I think he'll be playing more events than Shane. That's just my opinion. Uh at least this year, because I think Shane will just stick to majors, where obviously showing in this event Sky will play more of those, you know, regional ranking events. Um, and I hope so, but the table argument ain't gonna push me over the edge. Now the eye test will, my eye test will say that I, <laughs> I think he plays great. It is, but you know it's t- Listen, if Shane doesn't win the world championship last year, it's a little bit easier for me to make that argument with you, Joe, and get on that bandwagon with you. Uh, but Shane's at the top of the mountain in more ways than one. You know, he's the best American player. He's gonna be the top of the rankings with a two-year rolling. Um sky's sky can snap off a major will he snap off a major i don't know yes that's um, our bet. but that's what i'm saying it's it's bold of you so we'll give you
1: and we'll i give you hope he does
2: it. because i want to see but but that to me is
1: going to require him to be dedicated for 12 months and that's what i'm anxious to see because if he does if he is that way he is going to be the best american player over the next five years no doubt. I not. think but can he win a nine ball
2: majors? I mean cuz that, that's a he definitely
0: can, I think. sky No that. doubt.
2: No yeah, doubt. Yeah. He's got he the gear. Yeah, he can.
0: I believe I believe he's he's uh uncorked something. And seeing the way he played at Moscone, seeing the way he played in this event, having the table and preparing, we know he prepared for it. Now he knows I'm right there. All I need to do is stick with this routine and I'm going to be there. I'm telling you. It's going right, to happen. We
2: got, we got 17 minutes, Mike. You're on deck. Come on. Don't uh, let that I heart, got, a heart out. I, I have a rookie will win an automatic spot on Team USA.
0: Hmm.
2: Is that before you found out that this was a two-year roll? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no, no.
1: <laughs> so it's, two-year roll, does that mean that that this world not championship out, drops off after last
2: year or they're just combining two years' worth of points? Exactly. Yeah. So is the money the, yeah. the money you have in the bank now is the money you have in the bank going into each event. It's you continue to add on to it. That's oh, that's how okay. it's working.
1: Anyways, doesn't matter because you're still no, doing it. Uh, you know, all the American players under Shane and Sky, you know, starting the year with about fifty five hundred bucks in the bank. So so it's that's it's fair. you know, so I just think that one of the uh uh you know, someone who hasn't been on Moscone Cup before for the U.S. is going to play hard enough, well enough, and drive himself hard enough this year to earn one of the three automatic spots.
0: Uh, Shane, Shane Wolford?
1: I don't know who the hell it's going to be, you know, but it's well, someone who, who hasn't played on Moscone Cup before. Who are well, the candidates? anybody? Well, look at the guys who were in it last year, whether it was Shane Wolford, whether it was Greg O, whether it was Nick DeLeon, whether it was, you know, whoever. Um, Joey Tate could be anybody for all, for, I know, but I just think that, um, that last year, you know, even at, at Moscone cup, we talked about it and I said that, that this Moscone cup is going to get American players geeked up to really drive themselves harder to play in more of these events, to take their beatings at hands of Albin and Jason and Josh for a while to get that seasoning. And I think it's going to, it's going to uh, pay dividends for some American player. Do you think?
0: Who would it be? Go off, go off further on a limb. Go yeah, the limb. Yeah, come older, on. This, is, on the bold this predictions. is these are bold predictions. They're not yeah. like bland, not, not lukewarm, but- <laughs> not lukewarm predictions here. Well, a,
1: a rookie's going to earn an automatic spot isn't a bold prediction.
2: No, like no. like you said, everyone else is only at fifty five hundred. Well, Mike, hold so on. Come let come
1: me, come
0: me let me just well, let me the say guys this who, who about
1: Mike. Look at the guys we're up against. Oscar got an automatic last year right so you got you got a Corey duel you got a tyler you got a you know
2: you've got all these Corey, guys who are only chance is making it on points that's the well thing. They, he, but, he, but that's what i'm saying be but all, i mean you know,
1: so these guys could make it on points and they wouldn't be rookies so i'm saying it's got it's going to be someone out of the blue and I, you know if, if you had to roll the dice you'd say shane wolfer is probably your
2: best shot uh but yeah the guy red here might have a chance then
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Let me let me ask you. Do you think those younger up and coming players have an advantage where they have maybe some support behind them, people in their corner that want to try to get them there, help them get to tournaments more so than maybe like an older player who you know has, has been out there for way. a while. Yeah. You know, do yeah. you think that comes into play at all? I kind of I kind of feel like it might.
1: It might, but I mean, it's not just like okay, Shane's got a backer who's going to put him in all these tournaments. What he needs is <laughs> You know, you've got to have uh structure to your practice. You have to have that coach. You have to have that mentor. You have to have someone who's driving you to make the right decisions, right? So, what
0: what U.S. players have a coach?
1: I don't know, but I know where they can find a couple.
0: <laughs> but seriously, <laughs> right? I mean, I mean, seriously,
1: if you're, if you're, you know, uh, looking at, at someone like an Alex Laley who's out of a job or a, a Johan or something like that and said, okay. I'll take two or three trips a year to go over to see you and we're going to work for 14 days or 10 days or whatever it is. I think, you know, we can get a player there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a bold prediction. We'll accept that one, Mike. What do you think, and... Marina? <laughs> <laughs> for a bold prediction?
1: Yeah. Or what do you think of that bold prediction?
2: Uh, I mean, there's a chance, no I shot. No, I think there's a chance for sure. I think there's a lot of, uh, like, I say there's a chance even without uh, it being an automatic, you know? So in other words, like, as a wild card, I think there's a good chance that, that a new a new guy can get in. Yeah, I
1: mean, that, that's a possibility. I, I would like to <laughs> see someone earn it. That's a, you know, I yeah, but there was progress, a lot of- I want to see someone make enough money to where they earn that automatic spot.
2: I think we started like with getting a lot of people, you know, uh, talking about juniors and young players and shaking it up, um, you know, t- towards the end of the last couple of years. But even more so this year, I felt like before the Moscone Cup. Uh, now, team, the team who was there, they were in it, you know. Um, but I think that talk will continue to to grow. Um, and yeah, I, I think there's a good chance, Mike. You know, I just talked don't know about that,
1: someone earlier. In the, we talked about someone earlier in the show who could do it, Jeremy saucy so say. whatever
2: <laughs> is, that,
0: is, that the one, is that the one you're gonna go on
1: no i'm not going on anybody it's a bold prediction a
0: rookie all right let's transition to molina's <laughs> bold prediction what do you got
2: i don't know how bold it is when i think about oh it. here comes the last <laughs> oh, <laughs> no 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 listen because i didn't prep like these guys did i just came off you know i just said okay let's just start the show so um I would say for the season, excluding Asian events, it's going to be a European sweep of every major, including Derby City. I think every discipline will be won by Europeans, and I think every major on, this, on the U.S. soil and abroad is going to be won by Europeans. I don't think any Asian player or any American player is going to get a major. I think it's going to be European domination, and we're going to continue to see it. What? Huh? I don't know how that's- bold that is, though.
0: It's I not really out on the but
1: it's still pretty blanket statement. I
0: think it's pretty bold. I yeah. mean, I could see the majors in Europe going to the Europeans, obviously. But all the majors going to Europeans? Uh, Every major. US everyone. Open, everyone. International Open. Everyone.
2: Everyone. European. European. European.
0: Like, what about yeah. the You're Filipinos not about the that come up over here? Why Raga's going to be at Derby.
2: When have you ever seen Anton Raga play on a diamond table? I mean, I, I listen, I, the guy's a monster, but conditions make a big difference. Go, go see how great Alex can do playing on diamonds here in the States versus Alex going and playing in the Philippines on those conditions. There's a big learning curve there. There's a big difference in stroke. There's a big difference in a lot of things. I think it's going to take a while. I mean, Anton can be a cash cow for a lot of people, and I'm sure a lot of people are counting on him to be that, but it takes a while to get um acclimated to conditions
0: i'm so disappointed in this bold prediction i was really
2: hoping <laughs> I'm, all, for... I'm also saying that if they're gonna win i mean they win everything
0: where, yeah. where i was
2: really hoping asian for asian tournaments well, because I don't even know if they're going to be allowed to play some of the, those Asian. events. Yeah, last they... year
0: there was a tournament that was only for Asian players. I think. Yeah, yeah. but
1: I think this, I and mean, they're trying to stack up these a couple of these events in Asia, where you know a lot of those Europeans don't go play in those Asian events. I mean, they, there were all those years Alvin played in all those events over there. Um, so if the Europeans are there, then I think you got to include them. You got to include those events.
0: I don't know. Well, I think it's bold enough to say every major. I mean, I don't. I don't really well, see that happening. Can we have a –
1: Go, well, we'll wait, but can we have a discussion about what's a major? You said Derby. I don't see Derby as being a major nine-ball. What? what? What?
2: You no. don't see Derby as no. being a major no. nine-ball, Mike? No. Come no. on, Pinozo. No, I what don't. What are you I t- never I, have What's here? your reasoning for that?
0: Two. Please, elaborate. you know,
2: one, that's, one. That's a bold statement, there. Okay. Yeah, that's a
1: bold. <laughs> one is, I think that uh, a major's got to have, you know, if, it, to me. I'm talking about a major, like like you're going to use it in determining someone's historical significance. Okay. It's got to be at least, you know, 50, 60% of the top 32 players. Right. Two, you got to have more than $20,000 added first to, to the prize fund. To me, they, to me, a money add, makes. they am- add at
2: least 20,000 to Derby Nine Ball. But they?
1: I'm talking, I, I would say minimum $50,000 added to make it a, a big international major tournament.
0: How many of those and, are there?
1: and and then and then the 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 Michael gaff lost the gap format has always yeah, really the gap format has always been a, a a detraction to me the the rebuy you mean yeah I, I hate that I don't think that format is a real format for a for a major championship I just think
2: there's too many. Too so many, many cracks I'm, I'm banned in there. from Turning Stone and Mike's about to get banned from the from the Derby. Right. What I'm so, hold on. <laughs> no, I've
1: hold read on. about that about Derby for a million years. I mean, <laughs> okay, hold on. Do-
0: derby. Derby. Who was who was the biggest like upset to win Derby City Nine ball? Can you guys think of one? Like you, you can look back uh, at the US Open and there were a few people who was like, I don't know, it was to outright like Gabe in the year he won it, or well, you know, Lee, Lee Van beaten filler.
2: Lee Van huh? beat filler in the finals a couple years ago. Who did? Levan beating Josh in the finals a few years back. That's what I mean.
0: What I'm trying to say is that Derby, every year, the winner is typically a world-class player. Derby Nineball.
1: Turning Stone's a world-class player every year.
0: But it's the same world-class <laughs> player every year. There's like
2: three guys It doesn't matter. <laughs> Derby's like, Derby is legitimately like, you know, 30. Derby's years.
1: a great tournament.
2: Derby Nineball's been
1: won by Troy Frank. It's been run by... Pinky Sansusi, it's been run
2: one, you know, by Warren Kiamko, Chris Melling. I mean. Whoa, 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 whoa. Easy. They're talking about Chris Melling. Chris Melling, when he's playing nine ball, he's a great nine ball player, Mike. I I you know I understand that. But Mike's ready for the facts. I I could not (laughs) I, I I I don't think you can say that these days. Now, I, I mean, granted, in those years, but I don't think you can say that anymore. I think Derby is is a world class event. I think it's a it is the epitome of a major. I, Last year when I went, there was a lot of players who I'd never seen at the Derby or seen their names on any kind of list, uh, you know, there as well, including like Albin and and the the Spaniards as well. Oh, sorry, my daughter's melting down hey, over there. We're,
0: we're getting way <laughs> off track here because of Pinozo's like, statement well, about... No, we, we each got our, we
1: got our bold prediction. Like,
2: and, and I want to go back...
0: Big... I, I just want to go back to how ridiculous Melina Mike is with his European love here. <laughs> that every major is going to be won by a European. That ain't happening, bro.
2: Every and I'm, I'm saying it. They're sweeping the I, derby it, and every major. Not listen, just,
0: if, every if you could major. say that, you could say... If if it's a major, a European's going to win it, and Americans not. Gotcha. Okay, fine. But you got Filipinos running around this country.
1: Well, That's why it's a bold prediction. Well, that's crazy. <laughs>
2: Filipinos playing a lot of dimball. You look at, you look at the. Playing, you, know,
1: you know, Europeans eat, sleep, and breathe nine ball pool. Over the years, the Filipinos feasted on derby. If you look at the banners from last year, there's nothing but Europeans on those banners. For every event at Derby last year every event that your Derby last year was won by a European
0: I'm gonna tell you the you, event
2: you mean by Federer, filler and Francisco <laughs> yeah I'm gonna tell you
0: I'm gonna tell you the event that a, a European will not win this year and it's the world Ten Ball. book it
2: huh wow bold statement I'll they still won the take, last I'll still take the European son did okay. the uh, uh, didn't they? I, I was talking about <laughs> maximum uh uh majors, now, but I'll, double down. I'll I'll say the eight ball, the ten ball, the straight pool, whatever whatever you want to go and classify as a major, where the majority of Europeans are there. Give me give me the Europeans all day long. The Europeans are going to sweep every single major, including Derby City.
0: How many of those is Max Lechner going to win?
1: <laughs> now there's a bold prediction. Max, how
2: may many be in a... He may be in the final eight or two. Max may be in the final eight or two. Yeah. <laughs> How about Sandra? You,
0: you love Max. Get out of
2: here. I still got Victor. Victor's going gonna, to gonna, gonna shock the world. We'll see.
0: Hey, look, guys, we only have five more minutes here, and we have other predictions to get to. So, right, Pinozo, on, give us your it. second bold prediction. Oh, no,
1: you're up. You're on deck. You, you We need we We're yourself. going out of
0: order now. Okay. This one might get us in trouble, boys. Okay. We might get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. And Let's not talk. me saying it, but... Responses to it But I think that Now that we have two major players With pool tours uh, I think there's enough Love for Where this sport is going That by the end of 2023 I think there will be some Legitimate negotiations About Working together in the sandbox Between who? CSI and Predator And Matrim
1: Hmm.
2: Huh. That's bold. I plead the fifth, son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying the hell out of that conversation.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that what makes that... I cheated this up for you, bro. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I think that what makes that crazy bold is that, you know, Mantrum 1 just just blew up the WPA. So that, to me, was going to be... That, that, to me, was the, the only potential link
2: they could they schedule could hook, on top of anything hook, now. It's the wild Yeah, they could hook,
1: yeah Predator to Matchroom. That was that. That could
2: have been the mediator,
1: but Matchroom just blew the fuse on that
0: one.
2: Joey, I got to give you credit though, Joey, because you ain't never stepped out of line ever. That's not out of line? In the years that Look, I've
0: known you. Hey, we've worked with both of those entities, right? We've gone out to the CSI Expo. We've gone to the uh, Moscone Cup. We've had them both on the show, and there is no denying that both entities, I should say all three entities because you have to include CSI and Predator together, they they really do care about the game, and they're really trying to build something big. And I think this is the year that the rubber meets the road and they realize that they could work together. And if they work together, we could really have something amazing. Now, maybe that's optimism. My, my Maybe that's optimism is, out of me. Yeah, my
1: but, my yeah. my prediction is that the schism gets
2: bigger. Really. Yep. Um, I'd 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 bet with Mike. All right. I I'd bet with Mike. But it's bold. But I mean. but we love we, we love was, your yeah. optimism, Joe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we I, really do. your kumbayanis comes through. Well, yeah. If,
0: right, I mean, yeah. yeah. I Can't just, we all
1: just get along?
2: Yeah.
0: Look, That's what they need could, to you, could we go two separate directions with these two tours? And in ten years, Pull be like really on the map. Yes, but maybe it could get there in four or five years if those those entities work together.
1: I agree with you hundred percent on on the potential. I just look at the the, the personalities involved and the, the you know the completely different business models that the two of them have to where they want to go and how they want to get there. I just don't see it working.
2: Agreed. All right, Mike, we're not going to give Joey the ant eh this time. So what you got, Mike?
1: <laughs> this is a little off our normal topic run, but an American woman will win a WPBA or predator event this year.
2: Who? Please. Who are, know, are we who? talking
0: about a citizen or a green card holder? Because <laughs> <laughs> I like Christina Dacoch to win one. <laughs>
1: She was my ace in the hole.
2: <laughs> Mike,
0: I've, oh, I've, I, I mean, to break your heart, buddy. Who's going to win it? Who, who's I have, win I one? have
1: no idea, but I just, I got to believe that sooner or later an American woman's going to win. Maybe it's a young, maybe it's a, uh, it right you know, yeah, maybe it's, you know, Haley McIntyre,
2: whoever, you know, whoever, there's, there's some younger girl oh, out give there me, who's like. Give me Savannah Easton over Haley all day long. You know, I'll take a I'll take a last longer taking the kid up, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'd I... love
1: to see I'd love to see Jennifer Kaylee Macintosh, not Haley, yeah. Kaylee Makitash. You know, I, I think she's a good player. I mean I, I have no <laughs> idea whether he could win a tournament, but you know, you find a good WPBA tournament where something else is going around the world and not all the Asian and European players are here, someone's got <laughs> <shit for that.
2: laughs> So look, if I... the world goes back down on lockdown. <laughs> Then, then, there's that, that, <laughs> then
1: there's about a forty percent chance that then there's about a forty percent chance this could come through.
2: Right, because then you still gotta fade uh you, you still gotta fade Margaret still being here in the States, who you know, so then you, you're still being troubled, Mike. Yeah, Margaret right. and Christina are here, right? So look
0: look, the difference between the European uh and United States men is closer than the difference between yes. the European and United States women i think and yeah, but and then at some you bring point, in the agents
1: and and win i mean i, I yeah. just think you know it's, it's it's a bold prediction
0: yeah it's um yeah it's absolute
1: all right lunacy. let me put it to it's you lunacy. this way. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Right, so what's what's got a better and we'll go to the we'll go to the people on the side here to vote you know which one is up or down what's got a better chance of happening an american woman winning a wpba event this year or CSI and Matchroom having a group hug before the end of the year?
0: Oh, come on! It's <laughs> okay, a good
2: bet. Which one?
0: <laughs> All right, I, you got me there. I knew I was going out on a limb.
2: I would I I bet I better that. that an American woman will will, will win. At least, at least they're in the dance every time. Where so at the least other they're at got, the table, right? Yeah. No chance. Yeah. No chance. Yeah. Uh, All right, still. Melina,
0: What's your next one, buddy? We got to get going here. Yep. I don't run up there.
2: Them. I'm all out. So let's just wrap it up because you boys have You're gone. You're kidding. And, you boys you have gone out on a limb enough already, as it is.
0: One Let me tell you gonna something. Oh God, You're going to have, have to start preparing. Gonna You're going to have to start preparing, okay? We got Pinozo here. He comes tight. He's got all his bold predictions.
1: I had them written down.
0: Yeah. What the hell? You don't even prepare. Come up you with
1: guys,
2: something. Spitball. Let's go. You guys like shell shocked me over here. You know, 2023 bold predictions. They're going to announce the Efren Reyes Cup. By the end of the year, because of that European domination, that's what I'm. Like that's it. what I'm. And and with the announcement of that Asian tour, as Mike cringes over there because he wants <laughs> to keep, he wants to keep the Moscone, uh in its. No, Masconi's not going anywhere. It's no, I know, it's not, I, know, I know it's not. <laughs> I know it's not. The Reyes Cup would be cool. We're
0: gonna, we're gonna have to get Melina Mike like a little cottage in Denmark or something because he is all <laughs> Europe. That's the only thing he talks about is how great Europe is. Europe's the best. Blah, blah, blah. My third bold See, prediction. My third bold, bold prediction is the United States is gonna win the 2023 Moscone Cup on European soil.
2: Atta boy, Joey. How you like it? How how much can we bet?
0: <laughs> you want to bet uh, now? Yeah. Uh, how much can we That bet? would be really? an interesting bet. Let's bet a hundred dollars right now, you and I. Bet it. Okay.
2: We lock, lock it, it up in. right now. We don't even lock know in. where the
0: teams are gonna be. We don't even know what's gonna happen. Let's do it.
2: Lock it up, son. 100 I got bucks. A, hundred five, a hundred people watching me gonna win this hundred here in about twelve months. All right? Hey, be when cool I win, want.
0: hey, when I win, you're not paying me on product either. <laughs> I'll give you like your bold. No, I'll give you your I bold prediction, cash. Mike.
1: What's that? I'll give you your bold prediction. You tell us who's going to be European captain for Moscone Cup this year. <sighs>
2: give us your bold prediction. The guy who it should be Darren Appleton. Whoa! That's what I think he'll be. I mean, it should I, be there. I can't believe you pulled that shit on me. <laughs> that's, oh. that's who it ought to be I've been saying it should be Darren for the last like for the last three years I mean no I, I love Alex he's I wrote great. down you my know?
1: honorable men, my honorable mention bold prediction was Darren Appleton will coach team Europe
2: <laughs> I oh think listen, I've been saying knowing that Alex what a story way out, I've been saying I think Darren should be the, the captain I do what a and story saying, that would be man I wow. think it'd be great for the event on top of that plus he's more than he's more than qualified yeah, you, know.
0: you don't think his suspension last year would come into play? <laughs> yeah, at all? I
1: think there's 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 some issues possibly there, but beyond beyond his current health issues, but um, yeah, no, it's it it. There's a lot of people who would pull for him. I don't know, you know, off top, you know, just gut reaction. I'm not
2: sure he would be Matlam's first choice. But. People love stories in sports, boys. We saw it this whole weekend with with the NFL, and um, you know, and, and that starting off with that kickoff yesterday in the Bills game. I mean, it was just. People, people love comeback stories. They love rooting for people. Yeah. Um, pull sport, you know? So I'd love to see hey, it. Hey,
0: guys, listen. This has been a lot of fun. I got to get out on the pitch. You guys know what the pitch is?
2: Get the hell out of town. <laughs> it's the soccer field. Okay, <laughs> okay. I got to
0: get out to the pitch. But I just want to <laughs> let people know, down the bottom, patreon.com, backslash dogging it, we need 16 more people to sign up on our Patreon. And I'm giving away this Lomax Jump queue. Awesome jump cue to one lucky only Patreon been used supporter. twice. No, Ish. I used it for a long time. Ish. It is super used. Only been used successfully
1: only been used successfully twice.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm no. gonna send
0: you a clip of this jump shot I made with that. You're gonna love it. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Check out our Patreon. Do us a favor, like, share, do all that great stuff. Pinozo, great to have you back. Molina Mike, you're a knit. Later. (laughs)
1: Later.